0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation, from the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block, to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book, with your host, founder of the author incubator, Dr. Angela Loria.
0: Hey, everybody.
2: We are back at Book Journeys Radio. so excited to share with you another journey, And, and this happens to be a journey that I got to play a small role in, and so hopefully we will talk about that, too. You know, every week on the show, we talk to another author about their experience in writing a book, and the one thing after doing this 120 or so times that hit me is that everybody's book journey is different, and some of them take a long time. Some we've had people on here who've written a book in a weekend and published it a week later, and we've had people who have spent thirty or forty years um, trying to get their book out. And you know, one of the things that I just want to share with you is that whatever your book journey is, you get to create that you get to make the choices to make that journey whatever you want it to be. And your book can come out on its own in a way that, you know, is maybe organic or you can make it happen faster by getting clearer on what you want. But none of those choices are right or wrong. And so I just really want to acknowledge wherever you are in your book journey, that is perfectly fine. You are getting exactly what you need to of this journey and I'm excited that book series is a part of that process for you because I think when we learn from other people who have been where we are, that's where we grow the most and the fastest. So I'm excited to introduce you to Marna Curry. She is the author of Healing Psoriasis from the Inside Out. And Marna, thank you so much for being here with us all the way from Scotland.
0: <laughs> thank you for having me on. It's really nice to talk to you again.
2: Awesome. Well, I know your book isn't just about um, healing psoriasis, the traditional ways that people have talked about, but really you take an energetic perspective and you're looking at the problem from the inside out. But tell us more about it. What's your book about and who is it for?
0: Sure. Um, my book is about really looking at it from a completely different perspective. As you say, it's about the energetic perspective and i just feel like i tried everything there ever was on offer um medical and complementary therapies and um herbal stuff and i tried it all um and ultimately i came to the conclusion that i had to shift energetically before anything physical really happened i mean the diet side of things, that was amazing. But ultimately it was just kind of increasing your frequency and you just feel lighter when you when you um have a better, kind of more raw, more vegan diet. Um and it did help physically, but um I was just one of these people that just wants to get to the real cause and the root cause. And when I started experimenting with energy medicine and the likes of emotional freedom technique, um I could feel shifts in me and my entire perspective of the world and my body and everything just seemed to change um, on that energetic level, and so I just kept on going with it and I kind of dug deeper and deeper into it and it was just a, a fascinating journey uh, that I had to put down, you know, on paper. Um, and ultimately, the conclusion I personally came to is that we, when, when we shift energetically, our physical body responds, um, mm. and I think just as humans, we we hold a lot of baggage that probably isn't really ours. And once we kind of integrate that, get through that, um, release that stuff that isn't ours, then we can truly kind of move into who we who.
2: Yeah. I think it's such a, a powerful perspective um, on the book, and um, for you, like when you started, did you know? Um, did you know exactly what you were going to write a book about? To, had you wanted to write a book before? Or, like why this book and why this time?
0: Um, I would say it it, it chose me ultimately. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, It was something that I had never intended to do. I was never a lover of English or writing at school. Um, But it was one of these things that just needed to be put down on paper. And the subject chose me and the need for the book just, I was just compelled to do it.
2: And was there something that you were hoping um, would come out of having written a book? Were there certain outcomes that you wanted to create in your life?
0: Um, certainly giving other people hope because that was one of the main things about having psoriasis for me was that the, there was no stories out there that people were actually healing themselves at the time um, when I had looked for ways. Um so I just wanted to give hope to people and also, mm. you know, give them tools that they can do to empower themselves to do it. Um, and yeah. I, I also have, as a as a result, I have, you know, more clients since um, putting the book out. I've helped more and more people, um, which has been awesome as well.
2: That's totally cool. So have you gotten the feedback that maybe, I don't know if you specifically envision feedback, but a lot of people tell me they envision getting emails from people saying like, thank you so much for your book. It helped me. Have you gotten emails like that where you know that your book has helped people?
0: Yeah. And it and it, it's because I'll do that you're, I was doing it from a place where, oh my gosh, I don't have a clue if this is going to help anyone. And I had a real fear of being seen and, but the compulsion to write it kind of overtook that. But when you get messages from people, um and I had one in particular recently that, that just kind of really uh it made it all worthwhile almost. Um Yeah. And I got a lovely a lovely message from somebody, I don't know whether you want me to tell you. Yeah, yeah, what I you totally do. Um, She just said, I'm so happy I found your book and I've been able to connect with you at last. I just want to cry. I actually did as I was reading your book last night. I'm almost done reading it. And if I was to write a book, it would be exactly like yours. I felt as if you were taking words out of my mouth and writing them down. I was nodding my head and crying the whole time I was reading. Thank you. Thank you for being you and sharing your story. It has given me back my hope. Um, so, yeah, it's just when you get messages like that, it's just like it makes it all worthwhile staying up till whatever five in the morning and yeah. <laughs> writing a book and writing right. it. And, yeah, it's awesome. Um,
2: yeah. So that's to me, that's what it's all about. And I want to go back to something you touched on because you touched on that this is something so many authors struggle with, sometimes consciously and sometimes it shows up as self sabotage and they don't know why um but uh the, there was a fear of being seen and i wonder if you can can talk about that and if there's any advice you would have for somebody who has who has that same fear of being seen but also has like the burning desire to write a book what do you what,
0: what advice do you wish someone gave you um I think just knowing that whether you do it or you don't do it, people will criticize you either way or everybody has their own opinions, everybody is on their own path, and you will regret not doing it. Um, I mean, I, it's still something I very slightly struggle with, um, but I just kind of pushed on through. Um, and I am really proud of myself because a year ago, there's no way I would have done it. Um but in hindsight I'm so, so glad that I did.
2: So I so pushing through pushing through the fear and having you know, having that vision um that you had was part of how you pushed through the fear. Um I know that you were also a part of our program, which meant that you had some deadlines and an editor to work with did having did having those sorts of the the structure and the accountability and the editor like do you think those things helped you um to stay to stay focused and keep moving forward
0: i absolutely could not have done it without them i couldn't have done it without my editor there um i i know that's why i chose difference press because that inner critic is always going to drag it out and drag it out And I just need somebody to go, you need to do this by this date and that is it. And you just don't have a choice. And it's amazing how things just show up for you and situations happen where you just seem to be able to carve out the time and you just get it done. Um, Because somebody is expecting you and relying on you to do it by a certain time, you also don't want to let them down. Um, And there's no way I could have done it without that time element. It's my own kind of self management mm-hmm. things, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was a big deal. But also, the being seen thing is really just a survival instinct. And once you kind of get your head around that, it's being mm. accepted or not by other people. Um, it's right. another, so it's you another have element of. That, or,
2: right, you have the awareness of it. Um yeah. of why it's happening. So when it happens it's like, oh hello there. Thank you for trying to protect me. <laughs> nice to see you yeah. again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but so, the, the, the the editor thing was, you know, there's no way I could have gone through it without her.
2: Yeah. I think it's so funny when there's another person that's waiting for you and like the way our program works, we do 10 books at a time. So there's another person waiting for you, but also there's like, you know, 10 other people whose schedule you can screw up. Like if you're late, you'll make everyone else late. So (laughs) people have this sense of responsibility. Like you could have given yourself personally the same deadlines, but if Um, you were just being accountable to yourself, it's easy to be like, oh, I'll just do it next week or I'll do twice as much next week. But When you're in our program, it's like you get on a treadmill and you can't really, you know, you can be a day late or something, but you can't really miss your deadlines without messing everyone else up. So people tend to, um, somebody was, oh, Sandy Amorum, one of our authors, was just talking to me about this, how her book is called The 100 Day Promise, and it's about making promises to yourself and keeping them. And she was saying how it's so easy to make a promise to somebody else. Like if you make a promise to your kid or if you make a promise to your best friend, you'll be there. But when you make a promise to yourself, it's like mm, this one I can skip. Like this promise isn't as important.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it ultimately it's it's sad to to think that you you don't rate yourself as highly as your friends, and and it's a a, a reflection, um, you know, on the relationship you have with yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah.
2: So I know you do energy work and I know specifically you do EFT with your with your clients on psoriasis. Did you during your writing process did you ever use EFT about the book, about your deadlines, about any of your, you know, fears or concerns about the book? Did you ever use EFT for that? Absolutely, almost every day. oh okay tell us all of this everybody get pens and pencils this is awesome okay so tell us how you incorporated EFT into your book process
0: oh I mean it it works you know very much as well for the whole fear of being seen as well because that's a, a first chakra kind of fear that you're going to be rejected by friends or family or you know the outside world fear of being criticized um and ultimately it's it's all in you. If you, you have a fierce inner critic, then it's something that you can work on your your own energy. It's your own inner critic that you're working on. And tapping with or EFT is one of the best tools you can use to reduce that charge in your energy.
2: So what were some of, so, you know, I think a lot of our listeners know EFT, but it's obviously uh, uh, an energy tool that includes physically Tapping on on parts of your body that are connected to the acupressure points. Um, sure. And obviously, you can go look this up. Um, but but while you're tapping, there there is a you know there's a script or there are things that you're saying. So what were some of the things that would come up that you that you would tap about or that you think somebody else who's writing, particularly you know the number one thing I hear is that people promise themselves they're going to write, you know, five pages this week and they don't get the writing done and then they feel terrible about themselves and they feel like a failure and they just wish that they had more discipline. That's the thing I hear all the time. And so, okay. you know, if if somebody missed a writing deadline or missed a, a page number goal for themselves, what, what might they tap on?
0: Even though I am not perfect you know even though i have let myself down uh i love and accept myself even though i you're tapping on the karate chop points which are all the points on the side of the hand um even though i'm never going to finish this book and let everybody down i'm just going to honor that even though you know you just you have to voice all the horrible things you're saying to yourself whilst tuning in and tapping on the nervous system and the meridian points. Um and it because all that negative energy is there, you can't think straight and, and get the job done. And once that is diffused, once those, you know, negative thoughts um of letting people down and letting yourself down and I'm a failure or you know, all those horrible things that we say to ourselves, um once those thoughts are diffused um, in the energy system, it creates that space and a bit of peace for more inspiration to come in and it's amazing how things just flow much faster and mm. you you actually kind of see things differently and, and finish the that page or whatever it is that you're doing.
2: I think that's so incredibly powerful. So I have a concept, you know this, but not all of our listeners do, but I have a concept of your your inner author. And that's a uh-huh. part of you that's already written this book. And what I say is like your inner author is like inviting a seven-year-old girl on a play date. And if you show up at the door and you're yelling at her, she's probably not going to want to go on the play date with you. And so finding ways to change your change your energy, change your vibe, so that your inner author feels safe to come out to play, a lot of people think like, oh, I'm not going to take 15 minutes to go tap right now because I'm supposed to be using these, I'm supposed to be using these 15 minutes to write. And instead Uh they write, like they still don't write and they beat themselves up. But if you actually take that 15 minutes out, you'll write so much more when you do actually write.
0: Yeah. It's like you're parting the clouds and the sun can come in basically. It's like, you, you just get that way different perspective, and you get inspired, and and you go, all oh, right, okay, and then you're off again.
2: It's it's a very powerful technique. I would totally. I gotta get somebody to write a book. Maybe this is your next book on EFT and book writing because I feel like it's such a powerful tool, and um, it is, especially if you are.
0: It joins that gap business. between the, you know, that vision that you have and the and and the reality of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about for you,
2: what was different? I know that you aren't somebody who had planned on writing a book for your whole life, Um, and so maybe you didn't have a lot of preconceived notions about what the process of writing and publishing your book would be like, but what for you was different than you
0: expected, or what about the process surprised you? Um. What surprised me was the amount of knowledge that I actually had on the subject. Um, and ultimately, at the end of the day, I wrote it. Uh, and it's amazing how much information that I actually knew. Um, and I think it's amazing to have everything in one place. Certainly for me, that was my, my biggest my biggest thing was actually just putting all these notes that I'd put down all over the like for years uh, in various places um on various you know apple devices and I'd written notes on books and papers and and I knew I had to put it all together in one place and um yeah I that was probably one of the most surprising things was just how much information I'd collected um, did you
2: think going into your book did you think you wouldn't have enough information for a book or did you think organizing the information you had um would be harder or easier like did you think you had too much or not enough uh
0: i probably too much actually Mhm. um but i guess you know I wasn't going to do two books on the same subject, you know, but I did all of all of, <laughs> all of what I had in my notes. I just felt the need to put in. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's actually quite a big ebook, book um, And it was just, it was surprising to me that that's, you know, I had so much information.
2: Yeah, so there are two common fears that I hear. Some people feel like, do I have enough to say on this topic?
0: And they're worried yeah, they I, don't I, have
2: enough to say.
0: Yeah, I totally didn't think I did at the start. You know, yeah. I didn't think I was rage. Um but it's amazing what just comes out in the process. Yeah,
2: so that's so I'll be you know, I'll be talking to I'll be talking to people about their books and that question will come up and they'll say, I'm just worried I don't have enough copy for my book and literally within a sentence I can tell they do. You know, they've told me two things about what they do and I'm like, Oh, you're plenty. And they're like, but how do you know? Like, I'm like I know you do. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then at the same, uh, at the same token, some people feel like I have so much content. Like, I just had a client who probably had, I think when I analyzed it, she had about 400 pages. If we had turned, if we had turned all of the things she wanted to write, the outline she put together was like a 400-page book. So I'm like, you have like three or four books here. You have so much content. And I think you know for me, when you um when you go through our process anyway, your book almost tells you what it needs to be, and you will have the right amount of of content,
0: yeah, yeah, it's amazing where it all just seems to come from um and there's other things as well, like I probably would have added if um you know i'd I'd thought about it more thoroughly, like actual recipes in the appendix and you know, there's things that you, as you go through the process, once you actually start it, stuff just like mm. pops into your head. You think, oh, I should add that and add that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, don't, I would, my advice would be just to go for it and don't um, hold back. It just unfolds Love as it. you go along. So last
2: question for you. I'm sure since your book has come out, lots of people have asked you, you know, how did you do it, and I want a book too. I know that authors get that all the time that people say they want to write a book too. So what is the advice that you would give to somebody who wants to write a book, maybe somebody who hasn't started it or hasn't finished it yet? What do you tell people?
0: I mean, I would just say usually just, do you have a message for the world that is just burning inside you and, or, you know, especially with your, your press, um, it's, it's very much transformational work. Uh, well, it seems mm-hmm. to be, um, yeah. and just acknowledge any doubts that you have. Um, and, and again, you know, work through it with EFT or know that their doubts are there. They're, 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 uh, acknowledge them, but just do it anyway. Um, and if you if you are like me uh and you can't make deadlines for yourself, which I'm slightly better at now, but um just if you feel like you are that person that needs that management from another person um just stick with it and and do it with you know different space because you'll you'll be an author way faster than than you realize,
2: yeah, so true. Well, um, Marna Curry is the author of How to Heal Psoriasis from the Inside Out, an Energetic Perspective. You can learn more about her at Marna, which is M A R N as in Nancy A Curry, C U R R I E dot com, Marna Curry dot com. Um, you can also find her on Facebook. And if you have suffered, with psoriasis or struggled with trying to figure out the root cause, um, or you know someone who has, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of Marna's book, How to Heal Psoriasis from the Inside Out and Energetic Perspective. Marna, thanks so much for dialing in all the way from Scotland.
0: Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, over here for summer, but I'm usually in Los Angeles if anyone's listening there and they want to come in person. I'll be back in August. Um, oh, you work yeah, with
2: people in person as well as over the phone.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I usually do it on Skype, um, but if they're local to me, I can I can work with them in person. Nice, fantastic. And I'm also uh, putting together a package of uh, you know videos for tapping through, like, you know, specifically for psoriasis. And um, so, yeah, it's
2: awesome. all good. It's terrific. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Go check out com. Sign up for her list if you want to find out about those videos. Um, you can also head over to iTunes if you go to PageUpPodcast.com you will be able to find our how-to podcast for authors in transformation um, where we talk about everything from setting boundaries as an author to advice on what publishing techniques you should should consider, how to overcome writer's block, how to develop a structure for your book. Um, In last week's episode, we talked about how to write your book in three days and whether or not that's a good fit for you. And this week we have a special episode about my favorite author, um, poet, uh, Rainer Maria Rilke, and Rilke's book, Letters to a Young Poet. So I have picked out what I think are the most critical messages from that book that every author in transformation needs to know. Um, and so I think, especially if you know Rilke and love Rilke like I do, you will love this episode. So if you go over to Page Up Podcast. You can hear my Roca episode and subscribe to that podcast. And, of course, I would love your reviews and comments. Um, make sure you are also subscribed to this show um, where every week we interview another author about their book journey. So thank you again, to Monica Curry, for being our guest this week, and we will be back next week changing the world one book at a time.
1: This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.